When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into THN on the O. As always, I am your host, Tony Fry, joined by Brock Otten. And today we're joined by three special guests, Luca Pinelli of the Ottawa 67s, Callum Murchie of the Oshawa Generals, and Kerry Terrance of the uh, Erie Otters. How you doing today, guys? Doing good, thank you. Good, how are you? Good, not thanks. too bad, not too bad. I figure we're going to get a little bit of a roundtable today. Uh, let's start just by introducing yourselves. We'll start with you, Luca, go to Carrie and then Callum introduce yourself. Tell us uh, wh- what position you play and what team you play for and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, my name is Luca Pinelli. Uh, I play for auto 67s. Um, I'm a forward and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much it. Um, Carrie Terrance play for the Erie Otters, um, left wing or center. <laughs> I'm Callum Rich. I'm from the Oshawa Generals. I play a center all right, so next question. It's a hard-hitting one. We want to know your own personal scouting report here. So why don't we do a reverse here? Uh, Callum, why don't you give people the Callum Ritchie scouting report? Yeah, I think uh, I think I play a good two, two-way game. Um, I try to play with a lot of skill. and um, Yeah, I just try to be uh, good at most aspects of the game. And, um, yeah, that's probably how uh, I say, say I play. Kerry, what about you? Um, I say if you watch me, my speed kind of jumps at you right away. I like to use my speed everywhere. Um, I like to play all situations of the game and um, kind of use my speed and um, kind of my physicality to my advantage. And Luca? Um, I mean, I'd say I'm, I'm a very skilled forward. Um, I have really hockey IQ. Um, I, I work really hard. I'm very competitive. Um, and I can also use kind of my shot um, as, as a threat to goalies. Perfect. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna flip it around even more here. This is a, a segment we've kind of done with some other other guys, and it's turned out really well. So we're gonna ask you for scouting reports on the other two guys, but that scouting report has to just be one word. So the first word that comes to mind about the other guy's game, because I know you you guys have played against each other, you've played possibly with each other at different times as well. Um, I'm hoping that you know your your each other's games pretty well. So. This is always fun. So why don't we start with Callum's game? Luca, can you give us one word to describe Callum's game? Um, I'd I'd say like skillful, like pretty skilled. Skilled, okay. Carrie? Yeah. Me? Yeah, you carry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. I kind of cut out there. No, I'd say smooth. I'd smooth. Say smooth, okay. All right, yeah. smooth. Okay, why don't we do Carrie? Next, uh, Callum, what's the first word that comes to mind with Kerry's game? Uh, fast for sure. Fast, I'm not shocked you, you went that way. Uh, Luca, what about you? I was probably gonna say the same, but maybe like I don't know, good skater, something like that. Oh, that's the same thing we hit some of the other guys with. That's two words, Luca. Two words. Well, yeah, I know. We but... gotta think of some synonyms here for fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, just playing around. Okay, so let's do Luca now. Uh, Kerry, why don't we do, do you first? First word that comes to mind about Luca's game. I'd say gritty. He's good in the corners. 
Gritty. Okay, I like it. Callum? Yeah, I'd say like competitive. Okay, all right. All right, now outside of the group here, we've all played you, – you, we've all, as in I'm one of you, no. Um, you guys have all played against each other. You guys have all played international tournaments and different things. Who's the toughest competitor for each of you guys? Let's start with you, Luca. Like in the league or just any? Like... Uh, any any player you've played up against over the last few years? Uh, I mean, I would say – I mean, probably a big one that we've we've all probably played – I think we've mostly played probably Jack. I, he was he was a good player um, last year. He's a strong player. Obviously, he's in the NHL now. So, all right. How about you, Kerry? Um, I'd say horrible. Um, the Czech goalie. Um, obviously, really, he's huge. He's covers up covers up a lot of net. So, played against him in the Holenka and U eighteen. So, I'd say him. All right, Cal. Who's the guy for you? Um, yeah, like probably Jack. I played him like 10 times last year, so he's really good. And then like, I don't know, like a guy like Brand Clark, like it's hard to, uh, to, to defend him and then also just kind of like forecheck him. So probably say those two guys. Now the NHL combine just passed and there you guys have done a bunch of interviews. You did some testing and stuff. What was your experience like? Let's start with you, Calum, because I know you didn't participate in everything because of the injury. Yeah, no, it was. It was a lot of fun. Like for me, I had a, I had a lot of downtime because I wasn't able to do the tests and stuff. But it was good to kind of hang out with other like the other prospects and stuff, and then uh, like get to know a bunch of teams and, and meet with them. So uh, yeah, for me, it was just a lot of meetings, and then obviously did like the medical stuff. But I can uh, participate in the, the physical stuff, which is which was too bad, but it was still a good experience overall. How about you, Luca? Um, I mean, yeah, it was it was obviously really fun. Um, you know, you got got to see a lot of. A lot of new faces, um, a lot of the top players kind of around the world. Um, so, I mean, I, I had a really good time. Um, it was it was pretty fun talking to the teams, um, you know, just, just falling around with other guys, meeting new guys. So, I, I enjoyed it. How about you, Gary? No, it was good. Um, I think you kind of see the schedule that they kind of put us through throughout the week. I think the, the NHL has done it a lot of years, and I think the schedule kind of went pretty smooth for everyone. I think – could say every all the meetings were kind of scheduled really well but um yeah you just see familiar faces and you feel like hockey's a small world when you're when you're all with each other so um you know it was, it was a good experience kind of talking to all the teams and doing all the medical stuff and testing so no was, i think it was set up really well callum be honest how jealous were you of those two on the wing gate and everybody else i'm sure you were <laughs> just itching to get on that one <laughs> Yeah, no, it was too bad. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the wing gate like, Luca and Kerry? Like that's the big test that everybody always talks about, right? Uh the VO two or the wing gate? Uh the wing gate. The, is that the bike one? The, the wing that's, gate? The wing gate. Yeah. The the yeah. So the VO two is the longer one. Right. Um I think people probably last probably 10, 10 to fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, probably around there, I'd say. No, it's 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 obviously tough, but um, it's kind of easy at the start and kind of get the hang of it after. But you know, he's, I I felt like I kind of just hit a hit a cliff around like the twelfth minute, and it was just it was done from there. Couldn't really feel my legs. So, <laughs> Luca, what, what what were your thoughts on that one? One of the yeah. toughest tests you've probably ever done, or yeah, it was probably it was probably up there. I mean, like like Carrie said, it was at the start, it was pretty chill, and then. Uh, once you got to like the 
um, the end, it was, it was really tough and you couldn't really feel your legs anymore. And I don't know, it was, once you got off the bike, it was kind of hard to stand, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then the Wingate, that one was, that one was pretty tough too. It was only 30 seconds. So, uh, it felt pretty quick, but I mean, while you're in there, it's, it's, it's quite long, but, um, I don't know that one was, that one was also tough too. Um, so obviously the, the combine is known for its wacky questions that teams will throw at you guys just to, to see what your reactions are. Were any of you sort of subject to any really weird questions that, that threw you off? You don't have to obviously give us the teams that ask them, but I, I'm curious if there was something that was, that was really odd. Maybe the weirdest question that you got over that combine week, um, our weekend, uh, Luca, anything that really stood out? Uh, and uh, to be honest, I didn't really have any, any weird questions, not, not really any weird questions, but, um, I did play like a few games with, with one team. So that, that, that meeting was like pretty, I don't know, it was pretty funny. So interesting. Carrie. Yeah, I think I didn't really get grilled or anything, um, which can good, I guess. <laughs> um, like, like Lucas said, I didn't, I didn't get anything kind of tough, but I don't know. I, I thought I was going to get grilled kind of going in you kind of hear the stories of guys that went through the combine and guys that are in the nhl now you hear listen to the spinning chicklets or stuff like that you just you kind of hear it now but um no i was i was expecting some but at the same time i was like all right no one no one really wanted to grill me so i guess that's a plus so <laughs> Callum, did you get any weird ones um like nothing uh like too weird i think the one that kind of threw me off was like uh they asked like what animal you play like and like what animals like your personality. Um, yeah, so that kind of caught me off guard a bit. But like, yeah, other than that, it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, that I heard that was sort of like the weirdest one. Which I don't know. I don't know if that means that NHL teams are, are getting less creative with these questions or or not. But uh, I think the the most interesting answer that I heard for for that one that Callum just referenced was I believe it was Alex Friend who said that he was a a mama bear uh, <laughs> off the ice and uh, like a, a black bear on the ice or, or something along those lines. Uh, it's a very creative answer. I like it. Um, we're all mama bears at heart. <laughs> we're all mama bears at heart. Yeah. Um, okay. So kind of let's go back to your games on the ice. What would be the biggest thing that you personally think that you need to work on to take that next step? So what, what is the biggest area of weakness in your game currently? Callum, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think, um, like, I think I just need to work on everything. Like, I mean, I want to play in the NHL and, and be an impact. I have to be good at all aspects of the game. So, like, I think a, a strength of mine is that I'm, I'm pretty good at, uh, like, all aspects of my game. But I think I need to really, like, m become a lead at, at those, uh, those attributes. And, uh, yeah, for me, I just need to get, like, I feel like I just need to get a lot stronger. And then once that comes, I'll um, just be able to improve, like, all aspects of my game, really. Luca, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think for me as, as kind of like a smaller guy, um, I kind of got to be one of like more quicker guys out there. Um, my skating's gotta be pretty good. So, uh, I think that's something I'm working on kind of just getting, uh, getting a better stride. Um, and I think that's, yeah, it's, it's already common. So. Carrie. Yeah, I think with my speed comes over skating a lot. Um, and I tend to over skate the puck a lot. So, um, it's gotten a lot better been working on um, kind of with video and with our coaches so um kind of just work on slowing down sometimes so um give me the puck more and yeah so all right so let's talk about 
maybe a player in the NHL that you guys would look at and say, you know, that's somebody that I could potentially play like in the NHL, or maybe a guy that stylistically fits my kind of game. Um, Carrie, is there a player in the NHL that you kind of look at and say, like, that's the kind of guy that, that I can be or the kind of guy that I need to play like? Um, I'd say uh, one I always say is kind of Dylan Larkin, um, Detroit. So um, speed, obviously speed, um, kind of when you first see his game and um, watch a lot of video on him throughout the season, throughout the past two seasons and kind of nitpick this stuff. And, um, yeah, I'd say him. Callum? Um, yeah, for me, like, I don't think I have, like, a like a super, like, kind of comparable guy. But, um, you yeah, know, like, I watch a lot of hockey and, like, I like Jack Eichel's game. Um, like he's a right-handed shot and like a bigger guy and um, yeah like I watch a lot of video on him like how he shoots the puck and how he's able to kind of protect it and all that so uh, he's someone that obviously like I try to model myself after but um, yeah. Luca? Um, I mean for me I think um, someone that kind of I don't know I play like is is kind of like a mix of maybe Mitch Marner and like Brad Marchand kind of in the ways where Marner um, like has hockey IQ, he's skilled, he can find his teammates. And then um, Brad Marchand, kind of in the way where he uh, doesn't really care about his opponent, how big they are, and um, competes. So Now, you guys talked about a couple guys that you compare yourselves to. Who's your fi- What's your favorite team in the NHL? Who's your favorite player? Let's start with you, Luca. Um, well, I mean, I grew up in, in the Toronto area, just an hour out from Toronto. So, I mean, I have to say um, I've watched them uh, growing up a lot, so – um, Toronto's probably my favorite team and then a player that I've always kind of looked up to and, and was my favorite player is probably Patrick Kane. How would you carry? Um, I grew up an hour away from Ottawa, so I'd have to say Ottawa. Um, kind of when they were in their prime, I'd say. I want to say the 2015 Cup run that they lost to Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah, Ottawa. And my, my guy kind of growing up was um, probably Carlson just because he's on Ottawa for so long. So, How about you, Cal? Um, yeah, I grew up a Leafs fan, uh, being, like, near Toronto. Um, yeah, I think just growing up, I really liked, like, Sidney Crosby. Um, yeah, like, I remember when I was, like, five, I watched, like, the, the gold medal game there. I still remember the old team winners. So, yeah, obviously, I think any, uh, the Canadian guy just loves, loves Crosby. All right, now – What's your favorite hockey memory growing up? Maybe from a tournament that you've played in, or maybe it's the golden goal that Crosby scored when you were when you guys were five years old and made me feel really old saying that. Um, let's start with you, Cal. Um, like my favorite, like personal memory, like from just me any memory hockey. from from hockey growing up, whether oh, it's okay. your memory or or something you remember watching. Um. Yeah, I think um, I think probably winning the Holinka gold. Um, that's definitely a big one. I think. Yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, to kind of win that. And obviously, like, championships kind of stick out when, when you're thinking of that stuff. And, I mean, I guess, like, minor hockey, we won, we won OMHAs a lot in Oakville. And, um, yeah, I'd say that's probably just say winning championships with those teams. It's uh, a lot of fun to kind of do with your te- with teammates. How about you, Kerry? Um, I'll go along those lines. Uh, the U18 Worlds in Switzerland this past summer – or this past spring – um, I was lucky enough to be added to the team and um, kind of took off from there. And we won gold. No, they had a great team. Obviously, a lot of great players on that team. So, yeah, I'd say that one. How would you, Luca? Um, I mean, I have to go kind of way back, maybe um, the brick tournament. 
Um, I played on the Bulldogs, so uh, we won that. And I was pretty young, but it was something I've kind of remembered and and kind of uh, carried with me um, since I was 10, 10 or so. So. All right, let's let's stop talking about hockey. Let's get a little crazy here. We're going to throw out some kind of random questions just about, about life in general. So the first one we're going to hit you with is your go-to cheat meal. So we're not talking about like a healthy cheat meal. We're talking about, okay, you're not worrying about calories. You're not worrying about health, being healthy. That go-to cheat meal, you know, what is it? Luca, what, what's yours? Uh, I mean, I'd say, I mean, I guess wings aren't, they're not like too bad, but um, if I had to go with something else, maybe maybe like a Big Mac at, at McDonald's. I think I don't have that often. Maybe that's like it's like a once in a once in a blue moon type type meal. But I think the Big Mac gets me. All right, Carrie. Um, I don't know if Chick Fil A is too healthy, but no, um, that's good. Yeah. Living living in Erie in the states, we we get the Chick Fil A. So um, yeah, I'd say Chick Fil A. Anything from there, Callum. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, uh, yeah, probably like California sandwiches. Um, the veal yeah, sandwich? Think, no, the I don't get the, veal, I get the, no, I get the chicken, but yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I'm, I'm just happy none of you guys said like a, what was it that Matt Schaefer said? Like a smoothie uh, and a, he said yeah. like a green drink smoothie <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we we're yeah. like, we we're it's talking like a green tea smoothie <laughs> and yeah. Oh, the guy's giving the gears about that one. When you guys play against them next year, just make sure you mention about that one. Maybe All a good right, chirp guys. in the corners if he wants his green tea smoothie or not. <laughs> Outside of hockey, what's your best sport playing? Let's start with you, Cal. Um, Best sport playing. Like, I grew up playing lacrosse, so I was pretty good at that. But then, like, I stopped to play, like, kind of more spring hockey. So, I played till I was 11. I haven't really touched the lacrosse stick since, so I don't know how good I am. But, like, I play, like, golf in the summer, so I guess probably golf. How about you, Gary? Um, I played all lacrosse um, at home. It's uh, I live on the reservation, so it's it's kind of big around here. And um, I played all up until last summer. Um, still go to the games uh, to watch all my buddies, so – I'd say box, bo- it's box across. So uh, box across. How would you, Luca? Um, well, I grew up uh, playing soccer a lot, um, and then I stopped playing a couple years ago. Obviously, just focus on hockey, but um, that's probably one of my one of my stronger sports. Callum, I gotta ask since you mentioned golf, and I, I heard from the combine that one of your ex teammates there, Nick Lardis, is uh, apparently one of the best golfers of, of you guys. Is is that true? Confirm or deny? Would you beat him? Um, right now, uh, yeah, right now he beat me because I have one arm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, okay. Yes. Fair. Fair. <laughs> but uh, no, I think like last summer, I I think I beat him more more often than, than I lose. But yeah, no, he's a good golfer. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair. Okay. Uh, so subject in school, and you can't say phys ed, but your best subject in school outside of phys ed because that's cheating. So let's go carry first. Uh, math. Yeah, math. Yeah. My head's pretty good with numbers, so uh, math. Okay. Luca? Uh, I mean, I used to be good at math when I was younger, and then as, as we got into kind of like high school and stuff, that was it kind of got a little bit harder. But maybe um, 
I would say, I mean, when I did like business classes, I would say I was good at those. So, um, yeah. Callum? Uh, I liked law class. Um, yeah, kind of learning about different like cases and stuff. I thought it was pretty interesting. Preparing for that uh, that agent career post <laughs> post playing days are over. Yeah, no, maybe that's maybe that's in the future. Yeah, okay, all right, um, all right. Music now, so we get to look at your Spotify playlist. Who's the top artist on your Spotify right now? Carrie, Zach Bryan. Okay, um, all right, country, country. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Callum, um, probably like little baby. Um, okay opposite end of the yeah. spectrum is carrie yeah well, that's okay no, I, I like country too like i don't um i'm not like an ox guy so i just listen to whatever everyone else is putting on so yeah i like country too all right luca um i mean i'm kind of like a mix of both and i'm kind of um i like i like my rap and then i also uh like my country so um i don't know those are those are my main two i would say are you an ox guy callum says he's not are you taking over the ox in the room uh, I mean, no, not, not the last two years. I didn't really go on Ox that much. I mean, I'd put on a song once in a while, but I don't know, maybe next year I'll, I'll run it. Cause some guys say I have, I have good taste. So we'll see. All right. DJ Luca. <laughs> Jerry, right, what about you? Um, no, I think being a first or second year guy, you don't really get to <laughs> kind of connect. So, um, uh, get in, like if we had the, maybe the school guys in the room, um, I'd get on it, but not with the whole team in there so see this is where you guys got to assert your dominance and get on the ox cord and, and play your guilty pleasure song toss on barbie girl or something like that <laughs> what what is each of your guilty pleasure songs something that your go-to karaoke song i know i've asked luca and cal on this so let's start with carrie uh i'd say 22 taylor swift 22 a solid one yeah yeah solid all right cal what's your uh go-to karaoke song um yeah like probably like party in the usa i like that one or like i think i said whiskey glasses before i think that would be a good one yeah. for karaoke too how about you luca um i mean i think the main one maybe party in the usa and that's i think that's the classic one a lot of guys say that but i don't know no songs that come to my head but i definitely have like a few of my playlists that if i go to it i'll i'll know and I'll, it's probably like a guilty song so all right, you guys are at your first initial training camp, and you're tasked with choosing the movie on a bus or on a hangout. What movie are you putting on? Let's start with you, Luca. Uh, a movie, maybe. Remember, first impressions count here too. This is this is your first NHL training camp. You know, this is coming up. More than likely, you guys are tasked. This is this is huge. You got to make that first impression. Which movie's going on? No pressure, Luca. I don't know. I can't think of one right now, but I mean, maybe maybe a joke movie like, I don't know, Step Brothers or something. I don't know. Okay. That's what Good comes choice. to my mind right now. Yeah. How would you, Carrie? Um, I would have to put on probably just Happy Gilmore, a classic. That's a classic. How would you, Cal? Um, I don't know. Probably like, I don't know, maybe like Hangover. I think it's pretty funny. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, three solid choices. You can't go wrong with either of those. I think you guys passed the test. I think your teammates might like you guys in the future. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one, this one's kind of tricky. I want you to think about past or present. Uh, you get to have dinner with one person. 
Who's it going to be? Callum? Oh, um, past or present. Um, I don't know, but I think like maybe like Sidney Crosby. Um, like kind of pick his brain about like what I can like kind of improve on and stuff like that. Um, yeah, obviously, like he's just a role model for me, I guess, growing up. Luca? Um, I mean, I would say if it was hockey, I'd probably like Patrick Kane because he's I've I've watched him growing up, but I don't know, maybe maybe another another sport like Tom Brady, I guess. Interesting. Okay, Kerry. Um, I'd say Kobe Bryant. Uh, after he passed away, you kind of hear all the stories of kind of how his mentality was and kind of how he went about his every day. So, um, kind of hear the stories. Are, some of them are crazy. So, um, I'd say him. Okay, now we're going to switch gears to some travel questions here. So, favorite place that you've traveled to outside of North America? Luca? Uh, I mean, I haven't been to Europe yet. Um, I want to go there, but probably, probably like somewhere in the Bahamas. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Carrie? Um, I recently went to uh, Punta Cana. So um, I, I would say there. Um, it was, I, th- I thought we were at the Hard Rock. Um, so, no, it was, it was great there. Cal? Um, I went to Jamaica, like, probably like four summers ago. So that was fun. And then um, I guess, like, Switzerland, when I was there for your teens, it was really cool kind of seeing what's like in Europe. is my first time in Europe. So probably say those two. All right. Now, we talked about international tournaments and stuff. Who's the most underrated teammate that you guys have played with? The guy that maybe – don't worry about his on-the-ice game. I'm sure he's great on the ice. But who's a guy that you really loved having in the locker room? Let's start with you, Luca. Um, like, does it any, – anyone I played with or, like, from my anyone team? Anyone you played with. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to – I'm trying to think right now. Maybe pass it on to one of the other guys, and I'll, I'm, I'm just thinking. <laughs> All right, we'll put Carrie on the spot, and we'll come up uh, back to Luca. Uh, I'd say Gabe Parole. Um, he's kind of he's 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 kind of a clown. Um, uh, you kind of he just kind of goes about his day, and um, he's not really too much of a serious guy in the locker room or kind of walking around before games. He's kind of just he's loose, and I think that's kind of how he plays too. So. Oh, um, got to play with him for kind of three weeks, and it was fun. We can be, became good, really good friends. So I'd say him. All right, how about you, Cal? Um, yeah, I'd probably say uh, like Dylan McKinnon. Um, I, like I room with him throughout the whole kind of Holinka uh, tournament and through the camp. So uh, I got to know him well, and he's he's a he's a pretty funny guy, and uh, I know he loves to fight and stuff. So you show me his fights. He's he's a nail gun. So. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> All right, Luca, you've had some time to think. Who's the guy for you? Uh, I mean, I think I think from my from my Ottawa team, maybe maybe Stonehouse. He's he's a guy that's 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 a really he's he's funny and uh, a lot of guys don't really like him when they play against him. Um, but off the ice, like he's he's a jokester and, and a good guy, so all right, now before we wrap up here, what's the best advice you guys have been given in life, whether it's from a coach, a parent, a friend, or maybe a teammate that's a little bit older than you? What's the best advice you've gotten for hockey or just life in general? Let's start with you, Cal. Um, yeah, I think like growing up, my parents were always kind of 
distressing, like kind of like listening to your coaches and, and like having fun and um, just working hard. And like, those were the three things my parents would tell me for like every time I'd go to the rink and um, I try to do all those things. And I think that's why I really kind of enjoyed, like I continue to enjoy hockey and um, why I've kind of just improved over the years. So um, yeah, I'd probably just say that's probably the best advice I've heard. All right, Luca, how about you? Um, I mean, I think um, my parents have always kind of um, told me to kind of work hard in whatever I do. Um, if I put the work in now, um, there's there's no uh, and I and if I don't say I don't put it in, um, there's no kind of way of looking back at it and, and saying I should have put in the work. So um, I think just kind of yeah, putting in the work and then uh, when you get there, you just keep on going and and you won't be looking back at uh at what you should have been doing. All right, and Kerry, what's the best advice you've been given? Um, I'd say it's just making sacrifices. Um, I think um, I think me, Luke, and Cal could probably all say we made a lot of sacrifices to kind of get where we are now. And um, you know, it's it's not it's it's not easy. Um, hockey's a lot of traveling, and uh, it's a lot of sacrifice. So um, I'd say sacrifice. Um, moved away from home at at a young age to kind of go play with these guys in Toronto. Um, so. I mean, it, it takes a lot, so um, it's a sacrifice. Well, guys, we really appreciate you guys all doing this. Brock, any final words before we get out of here? No, I just want to wish you three the best in, in Nashville and uh, moving forward. Thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate thank it. you, guys. Thank you again to all the guys that joined us. It was a fun time to get to talk to some of the draft eligibles right before the draft. Brock, what was your initial takeaways? Yeah, I mean, it was great to talk to the three of them. All three are, are definitely guys who are going to be drafted pretty early in Nashville, in my opinion. So I think the big thing that really stuck out for me was Kerry's response to the question that you asked about um, the best advice that they've ever been given. And, and I liked his answer about sacrifices because I, I do feel like sometimes what gets lost in the coverage of things like the NHL draft is just the sacrifices that all these players have to make and, and all the sacrifices that these families have to make in order to, to get their kids to the level that would get them drafted and all the sacrifice that these players would have to make in order to get themselves to the level that, you know, they need to, in order to be drafted. It's a, it's a lot. And I thought that was a very interesting and and well thought out answer. Yeah. It was was a good time to interview the three of the guys. I've talked to Callum and, and Luca on my game tape with Tony videos. Uh, Check those out if you haven't. Um, but I haven't talked to Kerry, so it was good to get to know him a little bit. He's a really good kid, and it was fun to see uh, a little bit of perspective from from a kid like that. It was a good time. But Brock, let's before before we go, let's talk about your OHL draft list. You always do a media poll every year. I've been lucky enough to participate myself for the last few. Let's go into your process. Just what what do you do exactly, and how do you how do you put this together? Yeah, so like you said, I've been doing this for a really long time, and uh, a lot of the guys that contribute to it. Um, like Corey Promden, for example, have been contributing to it for you know, almost a decade. Um, so I used to do three a year just with how busy everybody is now. I only do it twice a year. So a preliminary one sort of in like the November, December range, sort of the first couple months of the OHL season. And then again, right before the NHL draft. Um, and basically I, I pull some of the experts that cover the OHL and cover the NHL draft for their top 10 OHL players. Uh, available or eligible for the the upcoming NHL draft. And then I kind of put it all together to create a sort of master consensus, cumulative list, whatever you want to call it. Um, And it's just an interesting snapshot, right? Because you get to see how 
high some people are on certain players, how low they are on certain players, and just in general, an overall average, right? And um, there's some great comments as part of it as well. Now, I have to ask, you see everyone's list and whatnot, and we don't have to get into who ranked guys in certain spots, but was there anyone that had a, a shocking placement, in your opinion? Um, I mean, when when you're doing this type of thing, there's always going to be some that you look at and you go, oh, you know, I wasn't expecting someone to list Matthew Soto. Uh, I wasn't expecting Matthew Mania to get as many votes as he, as he did. But I think sort of more shocking sometimes are like the overall tendencies. And I kind of mentioned it in the article, but the one guy I was kind of shocked was um, Bruce Davich fell pretty significantly from the preliminary list in December to the final list in obviously now in June, even though I thought he played much better in the second half of the year. So it's kind of like, for me, that was very interesting because I would have thought that he would have earned more fans over the course of the season rather than you know, lost them. So he was a guy that I definitely, definitely expected to crack the, the top 10. And instead he found himself just on the outside looking in. So I, that was kind of the most shocking thing overall, I would say. Now it's an interesting list. And I think like, like you mentioned there with a guy like Hunter Pustavich, it, it's kind of awkward to see a guy fall like that when he has had a good second half. I wonder if that's just the kind of a, a product of not having that mid season list anymore you might have seen him start to drop then just kind of as we see everyone else play. Uh, now, I know I think there's three different guys that had first overall uh, first um, ranks. Uh, mm-hmm. Quentin Musty, Callum Ritchie, and obviously Colby Barlow, who ended up number one on the list. Was it shocking to see any of those guys kind of go at the first spot? Like, were you surprised that any of them ranked there? And which one no. of them ended up being placed lowest on one of the lists? Yeah, no, I don't think it was shocking to see any of those three guys getting a, a first overall vote. I would have been shocked, actually, if all three of them didn't receive at least one first overall vote for the OHL. I think it's it really is like it's a toss up depending on who you talk to. Yes, Barlow is definitely the consensus guy, but Richie and Musty definitely have their fans based on maybe perceived higher upside. Um, I would say that. There isn't really one guy that maybe is consistently more on the lower end of that scale. Um, the people who are concerned about Musty, there was you know a couple in that like five six range for Musty. Um, there was a couple in that like four five range for Richie. Barlow didn't really get much lower than you know third on many lists, um, so he'd probably be the consensus more safe pick. Obviously, I think maybe more shocking was the fact that those three, and I believe, no, I think it might have only been those three, uh, were the only guys to receive votes from everybody. So even the likes of like Oliver Bonk, Nick Lardis, you know, them being ranked so highly in this consensus list were completely outside of the top 10 on some list of contributors, right? So I think that just goes to show you the parity in the OHL this year for this draft year. Um, you've got sort of those three guys that everybody kind of thinks, okay, they're going to be first round candidates. I think you could probably lump Oliver Bonk in there too. I think he's somebody that is a pretty likely first round pick, even though there are some people out there who are a little bit lower on him. That's just a personal preference. Um, but outside of that, the order, it could go anyway, right? Like, um, the fourth or fifth OHL player taken could be Karen Trance. It could be 
Andre Bustavich. It could be Nick Lardis. It could be Luca Pinelli. It, it could be Denver Bark. It could be Easton Cowan. It could be Quentin Burns, right? It could have been even those guys who didn't receive as many votes who were lower down on that honorable mention list. Um, it's definitely, I would say, a good deep year for the OHL. I think that we're missing that top end superstar that you and I talked about previously that kind of elevates the status of a group that's eligible, but the depth is pretty solid. And I think we're going to see a lot of OHL players do go in that sort of top 75, top 90 range. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if that number in the top 90 was, you know, like 20. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year because there is a lot of guys in the OHL that could be taken in the first round. Like you mentioned, there's those top three guys, but I wouldn't even be shocked if a Lardis, a Bonk, a Brustevich even kind of squeak in ahead of one of those three guys. Like, who knows? Maybe maybe Musty or Richie are the, the fourth OHL are taken and someone finds some good value with those guys. It's going to be interesting. And uh, Brock, you and I will both be in Nashville next week when the draft is going down. So we'll get to see which OHLer falls live in person and we'll get to see which OHL shocks the world and goes before anybody else we expected them to so it's going to be a lot of fun uh any final thoughts before we get to next week in the OH, the NHL draft no i mean i'm just excited for it to to finally be here we've you know it's it's a it's a culmination of hard work over the course of a year covering a draft and it's always exciting uh being there to cover it yeah it's going to be a lot of fun but without further ado, we are getting out of here for this week. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Thank you to Luca Pinelli, Carrie Terrance, and Callum Ritchie for joining us this week again. It's a good time to interview them and getting to know them a little bit. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you're listening to on Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it may be. We appreciate it all. We appreciate you listening. And we will see you next week where Brock and I may be live and in person in Nashville. Until then, thank you for listening to THN on the O. 